Hello everybody, this is Jess from the Keto Fit Weight Loss Coaching for Women and I am coming to you for my first podcast episode from Virginia Beach. It is a beautiful sunny 70 degrees today, which is amazing because it is the first Monday in March, which is my favorite month of the whole year, actually. It's my birthday at the end of the month. And I feel like March has to be the most popular birthday month because most of the people in my life have birthdays in March, but I decided to Google it and it turns out I was completely wrong. The months of July through October actually tend to be the most popular, with September being the true winner, September 9th actually being the most popular birthday. And Google said, which makes sense because that would mean a December conception. Really? See, in December, I actually have no motivation whatsoever. I don't know about you, uh, but I would push it to January as a New Year's resolution, which is actually exactly what I did because my daughter was born in October. I guess couples have more downtime over the holidays, but aren't you just really feeling too full to go conceive? I don't know. Maybe it's great because the weight you put on over the holidays now just gets thrown into pregnancy weight and it doesn't count. Anyway, no matter when your birthday month is, does anybody else feel like their birth month is like their personal new year? It's when I start making resolutions about what I want the next year of my life to look like. I do it in January too, but then March is another really great time to refocus for me and also usually back to school time in August and September, even though I'm not in school anymore. But I think it just becomes so ingrained as the start of a new year. And then when you have kids, you're of course back in that rhythm. If March isn't your birthday month, how about daylight savings time, though? I cannot wait for daylight savings time. It is my favorite weekend of the whole year. Does anybody else just come alive out of the winter hibernation and think, yes, it's finally time to live my life again. Spring is coming, people. Flowers are blooming, and it's time for you to bloom, too. I'm just really trying to get you inspired over here. I don't know about you. But one thing that always gets in my way of inspiration to do something new or something I've been dreaming about is perfectionism. I am a type one on the Enneagram, which is the perfectionist. If you have not taken the Enneagram, you need to. It will change your life. Amazing. Um, This has hampered me so many times in my life and it continues to hamper me, but I am making progress. Exhibit A, creating this very first podcast episode. I've been a weight loss coach as my side hustle for over two years now, but I recently officially quit my nine to five to pursue my coaching practice full time. And today is kind of like the first day of my new life. No pressure. Even though I've had some great success and more importantly, a ton of joy from working with clients in the past couple of years, one of my first goals at going full time with this is to start serving a much larger audience in a more meaningful way by creating free, helpful content for you. Enter all of my perfectionist thoughts. Isn't the market already oversaturated? There are so many people out there doing this way better than you. Why try to compete with that? Maybe you don't know enough and you should read another article or watch another video about this stuff before you do this. A lot of people don't realize this about perfectionists, but we are actually huge procrastinators. Any of my fellow perfectionists out there want to uh, verify that along with me. It doesn't seem like it to other people because we're so big on delivering excellent results, but you have no idea how much sooner we probably could have gotten something great, not perfect, out there if we just let go of the perfectionism.
I recently read a really empowering statement. It said, I'm not here to be the best, but to help solve a problem I care about. Ever since the day I read that a few weeks ago, I've actually written it down in my journal every single day. That's how much I needed it to sink into my heart. Being the best for me is not actually about competing with anybody else at all. It's about doing the absolute best that I know that I'm capable of, which is why I'm always tempted to delay putting anything out into the world because it hasn't yet reached my own inner standard, which is way too high for my mental health, by the way. That's why the second half of the sentence is so freeing and empowering. I'm here to help solve a problem that I care about. The sooner I let go of perfect and just create, the sooner I can start helping more. There are a lot of problems that I care deeply about, but the one that I feel most strongly about is the one that has caused me the most pain in my life, which is actually not being overweight as much as it was feeling overweight. Yes, there have been many times in my life where I was truly overweight. At one point, about 40 pounds overweight, which I was able to lose through a ketogenic diet. But the real pain for me has actually been a lifelong mindset of feeling overweight, even when I wasn't. A lot of that was from growing up as a chubby kid, being on a diet and counting calories from the age of 10. More of it was from being a victim of diet culture, being oppressed by the idea that making myself smaller literally and metaphorically, was the only way to be beautiful. Most of all, though, the pain came from real food addiction and emotional eating, all the shame wrapped up in that, and believing that feeling overweight was my rightful punishment for being weak and lacking willpower. I know I'm not alone and that this BS is completely pervasive, particularly for women, and that's the problem that I care enough about joining in to solve. Of course, there are so many amazing people already out there trying to solve this problem. But the problem is so huge that of course there's a need for more help. Yeah, for sure. Nowadays, you could throw a rock and hit a life coach, but that doesn't mean that everyone is already getting the help they need. Nobody who wants to be a teacher or a doctor or a nurse or a therapist thinks, nah, there are already so many of those. Why even try? There will always be a need for more helpers and nobody can help exactly like you can. If you're a creative, you're a helper. If you're an administrator, you're a helper. Heck, if you're an accountant, you're a helper. There are people out there who need your unique brand of helping. Okay, how does any of this relate to weight loss? Well, maybe the problem that you care about is finally taking control of your health. Maybe there's a problem that you care about so deeply, but you know you need to show up as the healthiest version of yourself because you deserve that for yourself and the people that you want to help deserve that from you. Maybe you're being hampered to start because you'll never quote unquote be the best, whether that means comparing yourself to somebody else or comparing yourself to your own unrealistic slash unhealthy inner standard. There is a problem calling out to you to help solve your calling, your dream, and it's bigger than your excuse. So let's do the dang thing. I'll leave you with this quote from Sophia Bush. You're allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. Man, I love that quote. It's in my Instagram profile because I really want to share that with the world. And I really believe that that's grace. You already are worthy. You already are needed. You can start creating and helping today. And of course, you'll only get better as you grow.